Until this chapter, we talked about strategies that pertain to one product or one geographical market, where to compete on price or quality terms or both through a blue ocean strategy is a decision you make for one product market. We call this single product market strategy business level strategy, but firms may want to be visible in more than one single product market. They, they do so by growing into new markets. And when they grow into new markets and do business in more than one business, they become corporations. Formulating these growth strategies are called corporate level strategy. And in chapters eight through 10, we will deal with corporate level strategy. As I just indicated, firms grow by formulating and implementing a corporate strategy. What growth alternatives do they have while formulating growth uh, corporate strategy? In what dimensions can a firm grow? There are three broad uh, dimensions for, uh, for firm growth. First dimension is products and services. Firms can grow by adding new products to their product portfolio. Second dimension is the value chain. Firms can corporate um, can cooperate with or directly acquire the companies that provide products and services to their companies. So they can become more active along the industry value chain. Lastly, the last, uh, the third dimension for firm growth or being a corporate uh, corporation, firms can grow by starting business in new locations, regional, national, or global locations, so to speak. Let me first very briefly explain um, you each dimension that in the following parts uh, and chapters, we will discuss each dimension in more detail. Selling new products or proving new services is also called product diversification. The logic is simple. Firms diversify their product portfolios by adding new products and services. One of the best examples for a product diversification is Unilever. Unilever is highly diversified. It has more than 400 brands and it sells a wide range of consumer household products, including snacks, baby food, pet food, soft drinks, energy drinks, tea, coffee, beauty products, cleaning agents, uh, and many more. Growing along the industry value chain is mostly called vertical integration. And this is the second dimension for corporate level strategy. You may integrate your suppliers or distributors in your business activities. That is why it is called vertical integration. So you basically diversify your products and services um, is in the first dimension. But this time along the value chain. But this time along the value chain. That is why we may actually call this first dimension horizontal integration, and these two first dimensions can be referred to as product diversification. Geographical dimension of growth strategy then can be referred to as market diversification, as you diversify the locations or markets you provide your products to. Such categorization is also used in business, but in order to stay in line with your textbook, 
I'll use product diversification and vertical integration terms in this chapter. Vertical integration is vertical in the sense that you vertically move along the value chain. You either acquire the activities performed by your suppliers or distributors or both. You, if you integrate activities in, in upstream industries, it's backward integration. And backward integration help you increase your, helps you increase your control over activities that pertain to getting access to raw materials. The decision to backwardly integrate stems from a need to control supplier relations that highly influence manufacturing activities. Tesla's acquisition of um, lithium battery companies to manufacture its own raw material comes from this idea. Tesla wanted to reduce its dependency on battery product producers in its electric car manufacturing. If you create a dependence on someone, you become vulnerable to these people's actions that may not in the interests of your company. They may increase the prices, reduce the quality, reduce R&D to improve their products, or simply may not want to sell at quantities you need. That is why Tesla wanted to reduce its dependence on these a few battery producers and integrate it backwards with our newly learned terminology. On the other uh, end of this vertical integration spectrum, you may make forward integration by acquiring activities in downstream industries. This is to have more control over distribution activities, the similar logic that we have in backward integration. An example for forward integration can be Pepsi's acquisition of KFC. Pepsi wanted to have more presence in distributing its drinks, so acquired many restaurants, including KFC. Geographical diversification is targeting consumers, customers in different locations. Finding new customers in locations you haven't been operating so far. These new locations can be new regional, national, or global territories, such as a new state, a new country, or new countries around the globe. Netflix is a clear example of growth around geographical dimension as it is operating in a single business, but in different locations across the world. In chapter 10, we will talk more about internationalization strategies. So let's discuss each dimension in further detail. Let's start with product diversification. So there are two general types of product diversification, related versus unrelated diversification. When you enrich your product portfolio with products that leverage your existing capabilities, such as your supplier relations, same distribution channels, or common manufacturing systems, we call this business growth related diversification is one or more elements of the new business, um, leverage your existing knowledge base and capabilities, related diversification may not require huge investments, or you may not need to devote considerable effort to understand the new business. You're pretty much familiar with the dynamics of the new business. As a result, we can say that related diversification has lower business risk. 
One good example for related diversification is Coke. Coke has thousands of products in its portfolio. Each product is in drink category. So Coke leverages its distribution channel capability. In Cola Wars case, we will further discuss its distribution strength. Uh, and it is not the product, but the visibility of Coke's products on shelf space and restaurants that helps Coke become such a strong company for many decades. Unrelated diversification is the one in which commonalities in terms of knowledge base or value chain activities are less than the related diversification. One of the examples is Johnson & Johnson. Johnson & Johnson is a consumer products a company that you may know of many of the brands. Johnson's baby shampoo, Tylenol, Neutrogena skincare products, and Listerine mouthwash. The company has also a medical devices and diagnostics group with supplies, um, operating rooms, and doctor's offices with products, including blood tests and artificial joints. This pharmaceutical business sells prescription drugs. And nowadays, you, you're familiar with the COVID um, vaccine of Johnson & Johnson. These business units and the wide product line indicates that the company is diversified in different value chains that you can consider as unrelated. The classic argument for a diversified approach is it reduces is that it reduces uh, corporate risk. As one industry gets hit, another may rise. The very idea of not putting all eggs in the same basket. Another explanation has to do with convergence of technology across businesses. One of the earliest examples of this kind of convergence was it was it Jason and Johnson, Johnson and Johnson. Well, one of its breakthrough innovation for a cardiovascular disease resulted from a meeting with engineers from the devices group and scientists from the pharma group. And if successfully benefited, unrelated family of businesses may bring new to the others uh, world ideas, which may transform the other group's industry, which in the case of Johnson and Johnson. However, it is still hard to say pure type exists in practice. You may call Johnson & Johnson's diversification as a related one when you think that the company enlarges its product line in a single industry, which is healthcare industry. Johnson & Johnson's diverse portfolio of healthcare businesses is the opportunity to follow customers through their lifetimes and across the company's portfolio. Remember, we talked about trade-offs in strategy. When you make a decision, it means that you are not choosing the other option you might have gone for. Likewise, related and unrelated diversification. Although they lay on a continuum because no exact way to objectively define them as related versus unrelated is possible, leaves, um, leaves you with choices to pick and abandon. Through unrelated diversification, while you are diversifying the business risks, by operating in different businesses, you take the risk of failing in unfamiliar businesses and investing more. On the other hand, through related diversification, you are lowering the business risk as the business you enter in is, uh, is familiar to you and you invest less money. But at the same time, you trade off, um, your trade off lower business risk with higher corporate risk. What if the similar businesses you diversified um, in 
become a fad and disappear. You have to think thoroughly about these trade-offs as you do for every decision you make. Although it mostly depends on your unique circumstances and capabilities as a firm, it has been found on average related diversification produces higher performance results. While high and low levels of diversification brings in higher odds of lower performance, moderate levels of diversification um, are more likely to result in higher firm performance. This can be exemplified by economies of scale and scope, as well as financial economies. We already know from our previous classes what economies of scale and scope are. So financial economies idea is related to the role corporate headquarters take. They are the investors and funding agencies of each business in their corporate portfolio of businesses. The internal funding provided by the corporation to the multiple divisions are both more efficient and less, less costly. <clears throat> 